Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tell me Kumo D can. You know I can't can. Tell me Special K can. You know I can't can. Tell me Sunshine can. You know I can't can. Come on everybody. We know you can. What's up y'all? This is Tim Einicke with The Library. Check us out on www.rapstation.com. Also, we're airing on Andy Don't Stop with Chuck D. This week I had the opportunity to interview L.A. Sunshine of The Treacherous Three on his new book, L.A. Sunshine's Memoir, A True Story, The Real Accounts. Cop L.A. Sunshine's new book on truehiphopmemoirs.com via PayPal. L.A. Sunshine of Treacherous Three, uh, thanks so much for joining us on uh, at the library with Tim Einenkel on uh, Andy Don't Stop with Chuck D. Yeah, yeah, that's me, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, so I, I just want to get right into your book, uh, L.A. Sunshine, A True Story, The Real Accounts. Um, you, you start off right off the bat with this... Uh, sexual experience you had as a seven-year-old as your babysitter babysitter watched yeah and you say this experience shaped how you dealt with trust women and intimate relationships for the rest of your life was well one was this was this story for you as you were writing it how tough was it to share and that knowing full well that i was going to go public um well anybody that really knows me know i have no problem you know um expressing myself i wear my you know all of my feelings on my sleeves anybody that really knows me well Know that I, you know, I got no problem just, you know, being very open, candid. And um, aside from that, it was just very therapeutic. You know, became once you started getting into writing, when I made up the mind, my mind to, um, you know, embark on this journey. You know, tell a story. I just, I think it's important that everybody tells a story initially, first of all. But um, telling mine, I, I realized early on in the process that it would be better served if I just opened up fully and tell everything for myself and that was the purpose of me doing it and that's why it's so easy anybody that knows me knows i'm being open and candid that comes relatively easy but if there are details such as that that were unbeknownst to just about anybody but i had no problem sharing it. and you talk about how you, you know like i mentioned you talked about how this was you know, this, this kind of shaped your life dealing with intimate you know um with trust intimate relationships and stuff so i was wondering can you talk about a time as an adult where this kind of experience messed up like a great situation for you I mean, well, actually, I've always had a trust issue with women because of that, mm. um, subconsciously, and I didn't realize it until much later on that that would have that's that 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 was the cause of it. You know, I had a major trust issue. I mean, I just it's hard for me to trust women in that regard, of course, because of some other relationships that I've had that you know I've been through and I have failed because of um, a multitude of you know different circumstances. But collectively, I have a trouble i mean i have a problem with trust in women in general and i want to branch out to and this is not a relationship with a woman but this is actually a relationship that you had with um a professional relationship you had with uh, uh one of the original members of the treacherous three spoonie g um uh-huh. can you just talk about that time where 
I mean, there was that falling out. I mean, it's on page 73 of the book, but kind of wanted to know, like, can you just tell that story to the audience? Like, what happened? Well, I think you're referring to the time when, uh, you know, Spoonie would, uh, I mean, Spoonie on more than one occasion would kind of, like, left the group. Mm. Um, initially, we would, you know, of course, the original members of the group was uh, Spoonie G, Kumo D, and myself. And um, when Spoonie had the opportunity to go and make the record, you know, I was just disappointed because that was an opportunity for us to make an impact on just make, you know, put a, uh, a print on this new merging, you know, um, culture, you know, this art form. And we were some of the, you know, the, the higher, we were cut from the higher echelon at the time, even though it was very, very early in the game. And I thought we could have, you know, made some steps or made some real moves because uh, Spoonie put out Spoon and Rap right after like sugar hill and you know had we got on had we gone on and did some real lyrical damage that we're known for i thought that was a golden opportunity for us to make some haste um and not only that you know i also thought that you know this is this is a brotherhood this, this is family we don't do like that if he had intentions on doing that he should at least you know made us aware of it as opposed to just bringing it to you know the the rehearsal spot you know we was uh, rehearsing at my dj's house and you know, he came in and was like, yo, I got a surprise for you guys, you know, and he just put the record on and, and played boom, 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 boom. And, you know, the record is high and the record is a real good record, but I'm like, I wasn't, I didn't know how I was feeling. I didn't know how to feel. You know, I was caught between emotions. I was happy for him, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, how could you backstab us like that? Because we're a group. If we're a group, we're supposed to do the record together. We're like, you know, share the information and discuss it and see how we're going to do it. And he did that on more than one occasion. So that's where the problem we have. I have this one. This is my brother. I love him to death, man. But, you know, I just think that should have been done, dealt with a different way. And I want to actually go into one of, like, the the, the first songs uh, that you guys did, uh, the new rap language. Uh, well, on a record. But I, I, when I first heard it, because uh, I was just messing around and, you know, going back to listening to your music, I, I was actually extremely blown away by the, the whole song. Like, okay. I, I mean, just as a... I, I I'm a little younger, so I didn't grow up. I mean, you know, I didn't grow up listening in in 1980, but I you know, but grew up more in the mid 80s than 90s. But when I first heard, I like every I every every part of the song, I heard a new an artist that you know I grew up on. Like I heard you know Coogee rap and all that. You know, I right. I heard where speed rap came from. So I was like right. I, I was you know so I wanted someone to know like I would love for you just to talk about the song and how you know making of the song and like what what was the inspiration behind it. Well, that was one of our, our staples. Um, of course, again, back in the day, the early infancy stages of, you know, emergence of the game, we were we were known for pushing the bar. You know, we were always, you know, hiding the bar, raising the bar. Um, and it was something that Moby came up with, you know, um, taking a dump, actually, you know, just coming up with speed rapping. And um, we all just fell in line with it. Um, actually, Mo and Kay, I mean, Mo had, me and Mo D, we used to do them, you know, back and forth together when we were doing them, you know, uh, go out the parks and stuff, and then he was going to school with Kay. He did it, and Modi did it in the lunchroom, and the next day Kay came back, and he had one. So, you know, when Kay got down, you know, we just uh, became widely known um, for doing the speed rapping, and um, that was our staple. So when we had the opportunity to, to uh, record, you know, we was like, okay, now nah, let's, let's really hit him in the head. I mean, honestly, I think it was way before its time because, you know, people were still beginning to just dabble in it. I mean, hip-hop was always... Um, party friendly. I think the, the routine is party friendly, but it didn't transfer as a record to be, 
uh, you know, re- it wasn't record friendly per se, but lyrically, no, nah, it was. It, it was. We raised the ball with that. Um, but that was just our mainstay. That was our staple. I mean, it definitely raised notice of okay, you know, for us to come out the gate with that for people that didn't know nothing about the Treacherous Three or Spoonie G and the Treacherous Three. It was like, wow, well, who's these guys? We're speaking with uh, L.A. Sunshine from Treacherous Three. I want to go back to the book. Um, you you really lay. I mean, like in the beginning of the interview, I, you, you really lay it all out on the book and you kind of detail your drug use, your depression, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just wondering like, why, why now? Why, 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 why did you decide to open up now? Um, again, I, I think it was, it, it's imperative that everybody tells this story because I think everybody's got a story to tell. But, um, for me, it was a purging, you know, um, it was totally therapeutic for me. Um, I know I'm misunderstood and I've always been, but I didn't do it for, outward reasons. I did it for myself specifically, and I did it for me um, to, to, to help cleanse and purge myself. It wasn't like I was trying to all of a sudden divulge some information. I needed to release it. I needed to get it out of me so I could begin to deal with it, right. um, because I still deal with these issues to, the, to this day. You know, I'm not ashamed to say that, but prior to me writing the book and, you know, years gone by, I didn't know what I was dealing with. I just knew I was always depressed, um, didn't give it to, you know, a second thought or even try to break it down or analyze it or, you know, anything like that. Um, I had suicidal thoughts all my life. You know, I tried to kill myself three times. Um, you know, these are things that I've lived with. Um, but as I began to put the story down, it just felt like a release. It felt good. It was just purging and so energetic and rejuvenating that I was like, okay, now nah, this is easier for me. And I, did, I didn't intend to do it like to, let me tell my story so people can understand me. I did it so I can get the release out. The name of the book is A True Story, The Real Accounts. Uh, L.A. Sunshine is the author. L.A. Sunshine, thanks so much for joining no, thank us. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. That was L.A. Sunshine of The Treacherous Three on The Library with Tim Einenkel. Cop L.A. Sunshine's new book on truehiphopmemoirs.com via PayPal. Check me out on Twitter. That's at kosher22. Also, you could check out extended versions of my interviews. If you go to iTunes, just type in The Library with Tim Einenkel. That's E I N E N K E L. Look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.